My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome to the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast. I've been teaching yoga since 2011 and I've created this podcast so you can practice anytime, anywhere, hour-long classes, hatha, vinyasa, yin, and gentle yoga. To sustain this podcast, click the link in the show notes to become a supporter for as low as 99 cents a month or up to $9.99 a month. This helps me put out new shows every week so you can continue your practice. And if you want to keep in touch with me, visit quietmind.yoga where you can join the email list and hear about all the new classes and upcoming events. Thanks for listening. Uh, so today is actually, you know, consider it the first day of fall. Uh, we had our um, fall equinox last night is when the day and night are the exact same length of time. And we start to transition now into the fall season where the, the night is longer, it's colder. So in Ayurveda, traditional yoga is taught as part of Ayurveda, which is understanding what's happening in your body, in all of life, but in nature as well, and how it all works together very holistic perspective on things and our yoga practice is meant to be in alignment with that right so if it's like when it's 100 degrees every day you know in austin it's not maybe a good idea to also go to yoga practice and then do sweaty hot yoga and like push yourself and just be like burnt out all the time and then be working all the time you know so we want to balance these things out and work in alignment with the seasons with our bodies with nature so as you can, it's already coming, you know, it's like it's a little bit colder, it's a little windier. Um, that means the air element is more dominant. That in Ayurveda is called the vata dosha. And you might already have a predisposition to that yourself. Like if you tend to have more anxiety, worry, um, digestive issues, these things are all related to that, that vata dosha. So if those things are already issues for you now in the fall, like with that in nature as well, and then if you go to a yoga practice that's very vata in nature, or you're just like constantly moving and doing a lot of things, it all can just be aggravating and that's when disease happens. So we wanna catch it, especially now in the transition. Because they say uh, all diseases start in the transition of the seasons. So we wanna catch it now, like if you start to get a little cough or a little sneezes, cold, like really catch it now before it gets worse, before that accumulates in your tissues and becomes a physical disease. So that means in our yoga practice, we wanna do things that are more balancing to that. So we don't wanna exacerbate it and make that vata dosha aggravated. We want to do the opposite, which is more the kapha dosha, which is like grounding, stillness, um, more strengthening solidity. Like, you know, the opposite of like movement and change is stillness and solidity and, and structure. So we can focus on our alignment a little more in the postures. We can do more grounding kind of asana. We can do grounding pranayama, breathing exercises, grounding meditations. Right, so that's kind of what you can expect from my classes over the next three months, right? Uh, and if you start to have coughs <laughs> and then upper respiratory stuff, then maybe you start to have a little too much of that Kapadosha. And that's when you know, like, okay, maybe I need a little more movement, a little more heat. Right? So there's a whole lot to it, but just to keep it really simple, just understanding that when there's a lot of change going on in nature, and maybe like you have a lot of changes with the holidays, you're like doing a bunch of different things out of your routine, eating food you don't normally eat with people you don't normally see, you know, and, the, and that's what happens in the holidays and then everything's kind of disrupted. So we want to do the opposite of that and have times where we're grounded, structured, stable, solid. And that's what we'll do in our practice today. So let's start with the hands together at the heart, bowing the mind to the heart and to each other. Inhale. And exhale, release hands down. And let's start in child's pose. So knees apart, hips to heels, forehead towards the ground. And begin to take breaths down into the lower belly. So the lower belly rules vata dosha, and when it's in balance, we have these digestive issues. But when it's working properly, we have smooth, easy digestion. We have a strong agni or fire in the belly. The belly can be relaxed here.
Right? When it's also imbalanced, we could have low back pain, we could have outer hip pain, which are all related. Right? So we'll work on that today. We'll include a lot, for, a lot of stuff to work on opening and strengthening the outer hips and creating stability in the body. So even here, you could press your hands into the mat to straighten the arms, to push your hips back and feel the solidity of your hands pressing into the ground, the quality of the earth. And then start to come up to hands and knees and back to downward facing dog. In this first down dog, you could pedal your feet out. You could shift weight side to side. Movement's good. Movement is fine. It's not like we have to be like super steady and stable and like rocks throughout the practice. But just noticing if you start to feel like any imbalances, that you can always come back to more stability. Bend your right knee a lot and let your left heel press down into the mat, getting a little bit longer through the back of the left leg. And then switch legs, same thing. And look between the hands and walk forward to the front of the mat to a forward fold. And for later in the practice, just have your blocks up towards the front of the mat. Uh, you can just move them up there now so you have them later. And we'll come into Uttanasana, the forward fold here with the knees. Could be slightly bent. You could hold opposite elbows. Again, just easing into your body. Pedal the feet out. Right? It's early in the day. The body tends to be stiffer in the morning. And then we'll release the arms if you're holding it. Slowly bend the knees and roll all the way up to standing. Head comes up last. As you inhale, reach your arms up overhead. And then exhale the hands to the heart, pausing here. If you have a personal intention for your practice, you could bring that to mind. And if not, just maybe have the intention to be present with your breath. We'll begin to move with the breath as you inhale, reach up, look at the thumbs. As you exhale, fold all the way down. As you inhale, lift halfway up, Ardha Uttanasana. Exhale back to plank and hold in plank for an inhale. And exhale down to the belly. Tops of feet down, cobra pose. Holding here for a moment, shoulders towards each other on the back, lengthening the spine. And then lower, come back to you, downward facing dog. So I'll guide us through these sun salutations, so your namaskar a few times, and then I'll have you go at your own pace. So you're just listening to your breath, which can also be very meditative and, and soothing for the vata dosha. Look between your hands, walk forward to the front of your mat, forward fold. As you inhale, lift halfway up, extending the spine. Exhale to fold, rounding the spine. Inhale to reach all the way up, look at the thumbs. Exhale, hands to heart. Again, inhale to reach up. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale, lift halfway up. Exhale to plank, hold for an inhale, and exhale to belly or chaturanga, inhale to cobra or up dog, and then exhale back to down dog. Holding, breathing here, about five breaths. And look between the hands, step or hop forward to forward fold. And as you inhale, lift halfway up, extending the spine. And exhale, fold in. Inhale, reach all the way up. Exhale, hands to heart. I'll guide us one more, then you'll go at your own pace. Inhale to reach up. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale, lift halfway up.
Exhale, step back to plank. Hold for an inhale. Exhale, belly or chaturanga. Inhale, cobra or up dog. And exhale, back to down dog. Hold three to five breaths here. And look between the hands, step or hop forward, forward fold. Inhale to lift halfway up, extending the spine. Exhale to fold, rounding the spine. Inhale to reach all the way up. Exhale, hands to heart. Continue at your own pace without my instruction. Inhale up and continue. Eventually arriving in Tadasana Mountain Pose. Hands can be beside the body or hands at the heart there. And Mountain Pose is something we tend to just kind of go right through. We don't spend a lot of time in a lot of classes, but here let's just put a little more attention on it, feel some grounding in the body. So lift and spread your toes out. Your legs could be internally or externally rotate, but Internally rotate the legs a little bit. So the feet are down, thighs come in. Engage the glutes, engage the belly. Shoulders towards each other on the back. Active arms as if you're trying to reach for something. And then a slight lift in the top of the head as if you're trying to reach the head towards the ceiling. Feeling firm, stable, and engaged and strong here. Right, and then from here, we'll inhale to reach the arms up. Chair pose as you exhale and hold and breathe here. So arms could stay extended or hands could come to the heart. Building heat is a really good practice as we go into the fall season, as it gets colder outside. Building internal heat. And then as you exhale, fold at the waist. As you inhale, lift halfway up. And exhale, step back to plank and come all the way down to the belly. Tops of feet down, head lifts first, then the hands lift, and then reach your hands back and lift the legs. So very similar to mountain pose, but now we're on the floor in locust pose, using some more of the back, but similar kind of effect and quality as mountain pose. The whole body engaged, active, And then we'll bring the hands under the shoulders, back to downward facing dog. Lift your right leg straight back, and then open the hips, bending the right knee, opening right hip over left. Strong through the outer left hip. Next, inhale straight back with the right leg, and then exhale to step it forward into a lunge and rise up to a high lunge. So if you can, all 10 toes, knees, and hips pointing straight ahead. And the back heel could even lift over the ball of the foot. This helps engage outer hip, glute, and thigh. So we do about equal amount of strengthening and stretching of the outer hips, and a good amount of stabilizing the core, all to support the back and this Vata Dosha we're working with today. For the shoulders, have your arms slightly externally rotated, so the pinkies turn slightly towards each other. There's a softening in the upper traps. And then next, exhale, fold forward, step up to the front of the mat. 
Inhale to lift halfway up. Exhale to fold. Bend the knees into chair pose. Holding just for a moment here, any variation of this. And your next inhale, come up to stand, reaching up. And then exhale, hands to heart. Inhale to reach up. Chair pose, exhale. Hold for an inhale. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, lift halfway up. Exhale, plank. All the way down to the belly. Into locust pose again. Head, hands, arms straight back. Legs lift. Holding, breathing here about three to five breaths. Strengthening back of the body. And you could try legs together or legs hips width. See what feels better for you. Sometimes legs together, more grounding. You could try fingers together or fingers spreading out, right? Sometimes that can affect the energy of the pose too. Lower down onto the hands, back to down dog. Lift the left leg back and open the hip, bending the knee. Strong through the outer right hip. Open the left front of the hip. Next inhale, straight back. Exhale, step it forward into a lunge. And then rise up to a high lunge. All ten toes. The knees and the hips pointing straight ahead. Lift the back heel to engage the glute, thigh, outer hip more on the right leg. Arms slightly Externally rotating, pinkies towards each other. And then next, exhale, forward fold. Front of your mat, forward fold. And as you inhale, lift halfway up, extending the spine. As you exhale, fold in. Chair pose, inhale. Stay as you exhale. Next inhale, rise up. Exhale, hands to heart. Pausing again in mountain pose. Hands can be at the heart or arms beside you. Feeling the toes lift and spread. The legs internally rotate. The body stable and strong. Contract the thighs, glutes, belly, back. Adding on to that, from that stability, we'll do a little bit of balancing but you have this sort of sense of center to come back to. As you inhale, reach up. Exhale, hands to heart in chair pose. Lift your left heel, and maybe you stay there, maybe you lift the right heel as well. So you can feel your right outer hip, leg, glute really engages strong there to keep you balanced. And then cross the left knee over the right. Eagle legs, maybe left arm under right, grabbing the shoulders or wrapping the arms into Garudasana Eagle Pose. Once you're there, you could deepen the bend in the standing knee, lift the heart a little bit, hold and breathe. Next, inhale, unwind and reach up. Exhale, back to chair. Starting just with the right heel lifting, if you feel wobbly, stay there. Maybe the right foot hovers just a little off the ground to feel that engagement in the outer left leg. And then right knee crosses over. Stay like that. Or right arm crosses under or wraps the arms here. Deepen the bend in the standing knee. Lengthen the spine. Next inhale, unwind, reach up. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale to lift halfway up. Exhale back to plank all the way down to your belly. And then here we'll lift the head, the hands, arms reach back, legs lift, locust pose. Now if you want a little bit more here, you could bring the hands under the heart in prayer or arms extend forward pinkies towards each other. If that's too much, just go back to that first version. 
hands under shoulders, back to down dog. Lift the right leg, step it forward into a lunge. Warrior two as you rise up, back heel down, arms extend. Front knee towards the front middle toe. Palms down, but if you want a little softening in the shoulders, get up, palms up with a slight bend in the elbows. From here, keep your legs the same, palms turn up, reverse warrior reaching back, creating space through the right ribs. that as you straighten the front knee, creating more space in the right side. Into triangle pose, right hand inside the ankle, left arm over right. Right hand can come to a block as well here. Come back up to warrior two. Lower the hands and step forward to forward fold. To inhale, lift halfway up. To exhale, step right back to plank down to your belly. Locust pose again here, hands, head, arms lift. Maybe you reach the arms back, maybe hands under the chest or arms forward. Again, maybe legs together or apart, maybe fingers together or apart. Even just bringing your fingers together can increase internal heat. You might feel that. And then hands under shoulders, back to down dog. Lift the left leg back and step forward into a lunge. Rise up to a high lunge. Back to warrior two. Back heel down, front knee towards the front middle toe. Gaze over the front middle finger. Palms up, reverse warrior. Keep this length in the side as you straighten the front knee to go further back. And keep the space in the side as you come to triangle pose, left hand inside the ankle or to a block inside the ankle. Back to warrior two, just to transition and come back down. Hands to forward fold. Inhale to lift halfway up here. And exhale to fold in. Inhale to reach all the way up. Exhale, hands to heart. Back to mountain pose, maybe hands stay at the heart or arms beside the body. So now here, finding that stability in the body, the internal rotation of the legs, thighs engage, glutes, belly, back. And then shift weight off of your left foot into your right and start to hinge forward at the hips, lifting the back leg any amount towards warrior three. You might just go a few degrees or eventually maybe all the way to parallel with the ground. You could also use your blocks here under the hands to help you balance. And you can keep the arms reaching back like locust, or you could have the arms come forward like we did on the floor. And then we'll slowly lower back to the mountain pose, lowering the back foot, coming back up. Finding center and stability again. 
inhale slowly, start to reach the right leg back, hinging forward. Arms can be back, hands at heart, or arms forward. Arms forward is going to increase heat in the body the most, so just being mindful of that. These are things you can always adjust in any practice for yourself. If you feel your body needs more heating or more cooling, you can modify things. And we'll start to come back to Mountain Pose, Tadasana. As you inhale, reach the arms up. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale to lift halfway. Exhale back to plank. All the way down to the belly. And then here, we'll do something a little different. So you bring your right arm forward and roll onto your right side. So right head, right side of your head's resting on the arm. And now reach your left leg up and back until you feel your outer hip contracting and strong here. And your toes again could be externally rotated, pointing towards the ceiling, or internally rotated, pointing towards the floor. Either one is fine, just kind of feeling. The external rotation might even contract this area even more. This is often underutilized muscle called the glute medius, which supports the low back a lot. And if we sit a lot, it just gets weak. It's, you just don't use it a lot otherwise. So here we're strengthening. Oftentimes if I have low back pain or digestive stuff going on, this kind of stuff really helps soothe that more than going right at the low back or the belly. And then now keep the left leg lifting like that. Reach your left arm in the opposite direction. So you feel a little, little bit of rotation in the ribs, in the low back. It's almost like a revolved triangle shape, but we're on the floor. And then we'll come back down to the belly and to the other side, same thing. Coming onto your left side. Lift the right leg, reach it up and back. And again, the leg could externally rotate, toes up towards the ceiling or internally, toes towards the ground. And then right arm reaches in the opposite direction, moving the right lung towards the ground. Sort of revolved triangle shape. And we'll come back down to the belly. Back to downward facing dog. And from here, lift your right leg back. And then bring the right knee towards the left elbow and extend the right leg out to the floor. Adjust your hands if you need to. Bring your left hand to your left hip. And again, this is a little bit different than maybe you've done before, but lift the right leg any amount off the ground here. And then we'll come back to down dog. Lift the left leg back, and then bring the knee towards the right elbow. Extend the leg out, right hand on your right hip, and then lift the left leg any amount off the ground. And we'll come back to down dog. Step the right foot forward. Rise up to a high lunge. And then here you can keep the arms overhead, lean forward and lift off the back leg any amount towards warrior three. If it doesn't feel right on your shoulders or arms, you could bend the elbows or point the hands back like locusts. And it's okay if your left toes open a little bit to the left here, if that feels natural for you. Otherwise they can be pointed straight down.
lower back to the lunge. Warrior two here. And then left hand to left hip. Right hand either to a block at the corner or towards the corner of the mat for Ardha Chandrasana half moon lifting the back leg. Strong and stable through your outer right hip, just like we've been practicing today. But also strong through your left hip, lifting the leg. And then we'll come back to warrior two. Palms up, reverse warrior. Straighten the front knee. And now, like triangle, bring your left hand inside of the foot, maybe to a block or to the floor. Revolve triangle. So if you can, the back heel stays down like warrior two, but if that doesn't work, you can lift that back heel. Right hand to the low back. Open the right ribs towards the ceiling. You want to make sure the right leg is straight here, not hyperextended, but straight, so you feel that stretching of the outer right hip, where we've been strengthening a lot today. And then the last thing in this little sequence is we'll bring the hands down to frame the front foot. And now lift the back leg as you lean forward. So coming to a revolved half moon. So your hands could be on the blocks or the floor. And then open the right ribs, right shoulder towards the ceiling as you keep the back leg lifting. So now there's some strengthening and stretching to the outer right hip. From here, forward fold at the front of your mat, Uttanasana, both legs down. Inhale to lift halfway up, Ardha Uttanasana. And exhale, step back to Down Dog. We'll lift the left leg back. Step it forward into a lunge. Rise up to a high lunge. Keep the arms extended, pinkies turning towards each other, so arms are externally rotated, shoulders are safe. Lean forward and lift maybe a little bit. Maybe a lot towards warrior three. And again, you could have any variation of the arms here. Slow lowering back down to warrior two. Right hand to right hip. Left hand to block or left corner of your mat as you lift off the back leg to Ardha Chandrasana, half moon. Strong outer hip on the left leg. Strong outer hip on the right leg. And we'll come back down to warrior two. Palms up straight in the front knee to reach back. And then right hand inside the ankle to revolve triangle. Hand could be to a block here. And again, the back heel can lift as well. But if you can, back heel down. Either way is fine, really. And then left hand to low back, opening left shoulder, left lungs towards the ceiling, maybe extending the left arm. Make sure the front leg is straight so you feel lengthening through the outer left hip. And last thing here on the side is the revolved half moon. So you'll bring the hands to the floor, lift the back leg straight up, and then your right hand stays down as your left hand comes to your low back, opening left ribs towards the ceiling. Maybe left arm extends out, but let the ribs and spine lead the movement instead of the arm. Forward fold, Uttanasana, front of the mat. Inhale, half lift, Ard Uttanasana. Exhale, fold, Uttanasana. 
bending the knees as you roll all the way up to stand. Inhale to reach arms up. And exhale, hands to heart. Tadasana, mountain pose. Arms could stay at the heart or arms beside you. Eyes can be closed or just resting on a single spot. Hold and breathe here. Again, finding these qualities of stability, strength, engagement of the legs, engagement of the upper body, lengthening of the crown of the head. And from here, we'll inhale to reach the arms up. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale to lift halfway up. And exhale, turn to your left into a wide stance, wide-legged forward fold. Prasaratapadatanasana. So hands can be under the shoulders, lengthening arms. You could have hands on the blocks if you want. Any variation of this, you could stay just like that, or you could start to fold in. Maybe bringing the head towards the ground, maybe walking the hands back. And also in nature this time of year, animals start to hibernate, go in, go more within. And it's something we don't really have in our typical lives. We kind of have a, a full year routine. Or maybe we're working consistently all year round, doing the same kind of things. But even in our practice, in these little moments, we can find time to go within. Maybe start to notice some tendencies of the mind and the thoughts and choose how to respond to them, to keep them or let them go. Right, this sort of pruning thing that happens in the, the fall season, kind of letting go of things that we no longer need. Start to bring the hands under the shoulders again, lengthening the spine. And then from here, right hand to the low back, opening right shoulder. Your hand can be on the floor or on a block. Opening the ribs towards the ceiling, and maybe extend the right arm as well. And we'll go back down to the other side, same thing. And then back down. And then we'll turn towards the front foot, the front of the mat. Shimmy the foot across into a pigeon pose. Right knee towards the right edge of your mat. Left toes point straight back. Straight left leg. And come onto your fingertips to find an extension of the spine here. Right, and that gives us some more room to start to lean forward to lower down. You can bring your head to a block or stack the hands and rest the head there. You can always come down to your back. If for any reason you don't want to be in this version, you can bring the right ankle over left thigh and have a figure four shape on the back. We all know asana is part of the eight limbs of yoga. But after asana, there's pranayama and pratyahara. So after these next couple of postures, we'll do some focus on the breath and breath work, pranayama, and then some meditation and time to go within and pratyahara, sense withdrawal. Having little spaces and moments to, to go within in the fall season can be really nurturing and nourishing. We'll start to come back to the hands here. And we'll make our way back to down dog.
Pedal your feet out, you can shift weight side to side. Bend your left knee a lot. Press your right heel down towards the ground. And then we'll switch legs, just like we did in the beginning. And then we'll bring the left knee towards the left wrist. Pigeon pose, right leg is straight back. Find extension in the spine and then start to fold forward with as much of that length as you can. Holding breathing here, bringing attention more inward, more internal. And we'll start to transition from here back to down dog. Again, pedaling the feet out, making any little movements that you like. And we'll come down to the knees. Hands and knees, listening to your body, moving any way that feels good, forward, back, side to side. Maybe you um, hold still, maybe you keep moving. There's no right or wrong way to do it, just kind of listening to your body and moving in a way that feels nourishing. Bringing in more of this quality of listening to what's happening inside and less about making shapes or postures or alignment that you can see externally. And then to a neutral spine, hands and knees. We'll start to move into a cow pose, lowering the belly, lifting the heart. And then rounding back all the way to a child's pose, hips to heels. So we'll do that movement a couple times, creating a wave of motion up to cow pose. And then exhaling all the way back to child's. So you'll inhale to come forward and then exhale to go back. And let your exhale be a little longer. So we're already doing a pranayama breathing exercise with this movement. And the next time you come back to child's pose, just stay there, resting. And again, your arms could be relaxed, or you could press into the hands to drive your hips back in a more active child's pose. Either way is fine. Let the breath slow down.
start to come back to the hands and make your way down to your back. And just tug your knees in, rock side to side on the back. And then come to your neutral spine in the middle. Cross the right knee over the left like eagle pose. Doing a sort of supta garudasana, so reclined eagle pose. Right knee's over left, and then right arm comes under left to either catch the shoulders or wrap the arms like eagle pose on the ground. With the intention of bringing energy in, containing energy, centering, grounding. Standing up, eagle pose can be a very challenging, kind of vigorous pose. Laying down like this though, have it be more of a nurturing, sort of centering, grounding pose. Unwrap the arms and let the legs fall to the left into a twist. And you could keep the legs like eagle legs if you want, if that feels good. Otherwise, if it doesn't feel good, just uncross the legs, make any other version of this. And we'll come back to center, unwrap the legs, and we'll go to the other side, same thing. Left leg over, eagle legs, and then left arm under, either just grabbing the shoulders or wrapping the arms. Supta Garudasana. And then release the arms, but keep the legs in that shape as they fall to your right. And again, if that shape doesn't feel good at the legs, just uncross them. It's fine. And then we'll come back to center. Uncross the legs and hug the knees in for happy baby pose, Ananda Balasana. You can hold outside of the knees, the shins, or the feet. And then we'll just hold outside the knees and give yourself one last little squeeze, hugging in and start to release the legs down to the floor. If there's any last little movements that feel good for you that you want today, you can do that. Otherwise, we'll set up for Shavasana, our final resting pose. We'll do a brief uh, pranayama and meditation and then just go into stillness.
So the breathing practice is just to breathe in through the left nostril and out through the right. So this tends to create a calming, soothing, centering kind of effect on the nervous system. Uh, so we'll do that together briefly here. So all you gotta do is seal off your right nostril and then inhale through the left nostril. And then switch that and exhale through the right nostril. Just like that, inhaling left and exhaling right. Continue at your own pace. And let your exhales be longer than your inhales. And we'll let go of that breathing practice, just feeling normal breathing here for a moment. Relax the arms. And for the next few breaths, just notice the sensation of breath coming in and out the nose. And if your mind wanders away, just bring it back to that focus, noticing the sensations, uh, maybe the, even the nose hair is moving, maybe it's a little cool when the breath comes in, a little warm when it goes out. single-pointed focus on the sensations of the nose and the air coming in and out. And then resting the attention, resting the body, let the back of your body become heavy, supported by gravity.
And just start to move the fingers and toes, hands and feet, wrists and ankles. Eventually coming over to your right side. And use your left hand to press back up to sitting. And we'll close our practice the way we started, just sitting comfortably, Sukhasana, easy pose. Hands together at the heart, bowing the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you for practicing today. Namaste.